Hey kiddo, it's your dear old daddy and I got another story for you. This one, we're going to go back to the year of 1972 in first grade and my teacher's name was Miss Douglas. Miss Douglas was an older woman. Uh, matter of fact, she was probably old enough to be a grandmother, but she was strict. Probably had been a teacher for 30 years, and she had no problem wearing a kid out with a ruler or a yardstick. Um, she would walk in between the aisles up and down the class when she was teaching us first graders, and she had a foot-long ruler in her hand. And let me tell you, they made rulers well back then not like the lightweight flimsy things that break today i mean and she would whack us in the hands with a ruler if we were disobedient anyhow i had a kid in my class and his name was gerald gerald sat several aisles over from me and uh he oh, he was kind of the class bully him and another kid and darn if I can remember the other kid's name. But Gerald. Yeah, we'll get back to Gerald. So I went to Buena Vista Elementary School in Columbus, Georgia. Daddy worked at uh, Fort Benning at the time. And it was a brand new school. It had been opened that year. I, we were like the inaugural class to attend Buena Vista Elementary School. Um, it was really, you know, it was a new school. It was interesting to go to. I guess for 1971 or two, it was probably a really big deal. If I remember now, it really was kind of built like a prison. But... You know, schools were different back then. A prison with windows. They don't build windows in schools very much anymore. Well, anyhow. So, it was a new school. So, they didn't have a good playground. And because they didn't have a good playground, because uh, things were still being completed, there was no monkey bars, no swing sets or anything. I think we had a sandbox, and that was about it. And... Miss Douglas would let us kids bring toys from home to play with during recess. Well, the girls brought dolls and the boys brought guns. This is back before all this political correctness crap. Kids, we would bring guns from home. Now, I'm not saying real guns. We bring toy guns, you know. And everybody had these cap guns that had like a fake bone handle and they were chrome plated and you could load them with caps. And we'd always would play uh, cowboys and Indians. I mean, it, it went on for, you know, uh, I think we played cowboys and Indians for the first two or three months. Well, you know, we grew up poor, and my parents weren't one to waste money on toys for us. But I did have a cap gun. I had an old uh, cap gun. I think it had the name Pony on it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it said. Uh, and But I didn't have a holster for it. And all these guys that used to, I used to, um, you know, 
play with, they had the full shebang. Like their parents had bought them the cowboy hat, the cowboy sheriff badge, and then this double holstered, really elegant, it, it wasn't leather, probably plastic belt that buck, had a big chrome buckle in the middle, and it it would uh, hold two pistols. And then it had made it look like it was holding fake plastic bullets, even though it was cap guns. Well, you know, I kind of got sick and tired of, of, of sticking my gun in like in my waist or in my belt, you know, and then pretend that I had a holster, you know, I was like, oh, it was just, it was tough. Let me tell you, even back in 1972, kids will discriminate on a socioeconomic basis. If you was the poor cowboy, you had to go play with other poor cowboys, okay? I had so, because I didn't have a holster with all the other cool kids or a hat, all right? I'm, I'm, I had to, I was segregated and discriminated against, and I had to go play in the part of the uh, you know, where the kids were playing cowboys and Indians, but all the kids had sticks, not a, a good cat gun. So I was like king of the poor cowboys because I actually had a cat gun, although I didn't have a holster or anything else. You know, and my partners, you know, we all had sticks that was either bows or arrows, you know. And as as sad as it is, you know, back in 71 or 72, you know, the black kids, they were the Indians and the white kids were the cowboys. Okay. So it was just the way it was back then. Um, we didn't know any better. So, uh, one day I just, oh, it would just kill me every day to see these kids go out on the playground and play and with their flashy cowboy guns so the toys were stored in the coat room that the back of the classroom was a wall and you could walk around both sides of the wall to where everybody hung their coats and put their lunch boxes and then there was a shelf where everybody put their toys well i was first to go back one day and i was wearing my coat in class and nobody paid attention to it. Back then, I had this brown corduroy coat that had a hood, and it had this fake lamb's wool on the inside of it. It was a warm coat from what I remember. So now, we're several days in. It's probably the end of October, the 1st of November, and I remember it being an overcast day outside, and recess is coming. But I went back to the back to get my coat early, and uh, put it on so I could wear it and wear it in class. So like 30 minutes before recess, I go get my coat, put it on. But I took Gerald's guns and cowboy holster, cowboy's guns and his badge. And I pinned his badge on my shirt and I put his guns on and then I zipped my coat up because my coat was long. It covered up the guns and the badge. So... When Miss Douglas had everybody, all of us line up, okay, for to go outside for recess, the poor kids were always at the front of the line because we didn't have any toys to necessarily play with while the rich kids went back to the coat room to get their coats and put their, their cowboy guns on. Well, I had stole 
Gerald's cowboy guns, and I'm wearing them under my coat. And Gerald, I could hear him go, where's my guns? Where's my guns? And I'm I'm just thinking, oh, come on. You could pull this off. You know, you can do it. Nobody knows that you have his guns. So I go outside while Gerald is almost about in tears because his two guns and his holster and his badge, the hat was still there, okay? So all he had is a cowboy hat. And I remember one of the other rich kids in class going, well, it's okay, Gerald, you can have one of my guns to play with today. And But he's really been out of shape because he can't, he, you know, how could these, how could this whole belt with two cap pistols and and my badge be missing. And so I get outside and then I realize that I have not necessarily thought through my my uh my theft because now I can't play with the toys or everybody's gonna see that I have Gerald's gun and gun belt. Now, when the first grade bell rang, it wasn't just Miss Douglas's class that let out. There's like three or four first grade classes that would swarm on this big open field that was soon to be a playground that had nothing but boxes. And I mean, it must have been like, I'm going to tell you, it was probably five acres. You know, kids would run, you'd be a hundred yards away from where the teachers were. And classes would kind of play with classes. Although sometimes, you know, a kid from another class would play with us and sometimes we would play with another class but usually we kind of all stayed together in our class well I decided to go play with other classes that day because I had Gerald's guns on so I I wound up walking around and then like some kind of undercover pimp policeman I would unzip my coat when, and then when somebody was looking, I'd flash the guns at them. Like, hey, look at me. I got cowboy guns. And all the kids would be like, whoa, that is awesome. You know, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And I'm the sheriff. And I'd sit my coat back up and I'd go to another little group of kids. And, I'd, and I did that. And I did that the whole day of recess. I'd flashed my guns to people who I knew did not know Gerald or anybody else in my class. And I just... Yeah, it felt cool to be the kid who had the nice toys in on the playground for one day. Well, there was another kid in class that was a bully, and I can't remember his name to save my life. And I had so I had to figure out how am I gonna get back to class, okay, and get these guns back where they belong and uh then make it look like Gerald just couldn't find them. So The whistles blow, and all of us would line up with our teachers, okay? And then we would go. Well, I knew about what time the whistle was going to blow, so like a minute before, I just went ahead and stood first in line. And I got first in line. Miss Douglas blows the whistle. Our whole class lines up behind me, and which I promise I was never the first in line. I was always... I'd rather play than do anything inside the building. But I'm the first in line today, and Miss Douglas says, Johnny, because they called me Johnny back then, go ahead and go lead the class to the classroom. 
Well, Miss Douglas would stay until the last kid came in, and then she would follow behind. So I walked up the sidewalk, but as soon as I got to the entrance and I entered the school, I took off running. And I ran to the classroom. Getting in the classroom before anybody else, I pulled off Gerald's guns and badge. And I stuck them in the desk that of the other kid, who is a bully. And made it look like he was the one who stole them. And then I ran and jumped in my seat. Well, we all load up in class. And Gerald is crying like a titty baby now. My guns are missing. So Miss Douglas is like, all right, class, everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. We are going to search this classroom for head to toe and find Gerald's guns. You know, when Gerald is wiping his tears and this and that. And and um, everybody had to take like one step forward. And Miss Douglas would come by and lift the li- lift the lids to our desks and look in them and when she got to the bully's desk there were the guns and the badge and miss douglas was like she took that ruler and whacked him on the hand and grabbed him by the ear and drug him up to the front of the class along with the guns and the star and he's like i I didn't do it i didn't do it and we're all the whole and you know the whole class is like i don't know what his name was we'll call him timmy we're like oh my gosh timmy is so bad we all knew he was a bully anyway you know you're a thief and a bully and i'm like yeah timmy thief you know because miss douglas is saying has timmy up in front of class mind you this is first grade it's like kit class this is what a criminal looks like this is what a thief looks like timmy's a thief oh shame on you timmy and you know give the stuff back to Gerald and he quits his crying and Gerald's staring mean at Timmy and Timmy's like I didn't Gerald I swear I didn't do it and they're like yeah well it was in your desk and you did it and all the rest of us were like yeah you did it Timmy you know which after that you know Timmy was not that much of a bully he he kind of was confounded about how it happened and I mean people really shunned him for several several weeks (sighs) anyhow I guess I had to confess that sin, that sin of theft. Really, it wasn't a theft. Just taking somebody's stuff and then pinning a crime on somebody else. It uh, it was going through my mind today, and I just thought you'd find it entertaining to know that your dad was not a perfect kid. Um, you know, matter of fact, I was, <laughs> if anything, I was farthest from perfect. I hope you're well. I hope you're blessed, baby. Um, sorry it's taken me so long to get another one going, but, uh... Um, yeah, this is, this is good enough. It's almost 15 minutes long. I may put some background music. I need to get an intro too. Some kind of intro music, you know, to go with this, um, little podcast thing. I'm still doing it on my old, I broken down iPhone. So if the audio quality is crap, that's the reason why, uh, I have a microphone. Maybe I'll start doing these on my computer. Um, just know I love you much. And I'll talk to you soon, sweetie. Bye.